Hey everybody, this is Adam, the co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, we have switched our subscription service from ConnectPal to Patreon. If you've tried ConnectPal in the past and weren't happy with it, we totally understand. That's one of the reasons we switched. You can still get every episode of our podcast completely ad-free for just $5 a month on a platform that works on all of your podcast apps and phones and various gadgets. So head to patreon.com slash unpops, see what kind of stuff we have to offer. There's all kinds of good things. And uh, thanks. Enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best movie side characters of all time. With special guests, John Fahey and Jeff May. Hey, uh, welcome hey. to ListCast, everybody. ListCast, what Hi. are you doing here? ListCast? ListCast, you goof. You crazy you cast. Silly. Ah, you you're silly a good goof. cast. <laughs> good podcast. Who's a very good cast. Very good. ListCast is. This is this is going to be a lot of fun. This is a good one. I like this. This will be fun. We're talking about movie side characters who deserve their own movie, or just the best movie side characters. Yeah. Either way, it's just an elaborate way it's to a, say yeah. it. Carry over from my days at Cracked, when we right. put really fancy titles on really boring things so people would <laughs> read them. I think we invented that. I don't yeah. know that there's a word for it, but... Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> something like that would be used as bait. Yeah. Mm. Click. Get people to click on it. Right. Sick bait. Right? Sick and clean. Read this sick article. Sick bait. Sick bitch, the article. We we have uh, guests here. John Fahey. Hi. How's it going? Great. How many times have you done ListCast now? I would say we're working at about half a dozen. Yeah. yeah. You, you and Joe K. All the time. Yeah. It's great. Love it. I can't I can't get enough of it. We love having you here. I'm glad to be back on. It's been a little while yeah. for me to be on a list cast. Yeah. Ooh. It's been a while since Jeff May was here. Yeah. yeah. You got all these good guests to show up on it, so you don't <laughs> need me to show up again. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think that way. pretty much nails it. Yeah. So just to go through the rules quick for people who have never watched or listened to the show. Lay it down. We brought five picks each for best movie side character. We are going to go through our picks one at a time. Uh, and then after we go through our picks, we'll each take turns kicking something off the list. We'll kick two off the list. We don't have anyone here to do a save. Mm. We'll leave it to, I guess, someone. We're going to leave it to the audience. So uh, whoever's in the uh, audience right now who wants to do the save, comment and just say me. And Ann Bankson, that doesn't count. You said me like five minutes before I started that speech. You knew it was coming. <laughs> Cheat man, we call her. Oh. We call her old. Oh, Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer Fendelander Wait, didn't in she... there with the me. Didn't Jennifer do one of them Jennifer, uh, one time? We she... picked her once and she was abducted mid-show. And never return. Should we even trust her now? Mm. Well, we'll just. Uh, oh, the, Jennifer. I mean, this is the oof. number two is Tara Cookson. So we okay. will remember those. We're gonna have to do a list cast of people that are gonna do savings of list cast. <laughs> so Tara, you're on deck just in case. Yeah, you never if, know because you know how Jennifer is. Yeah, she gets on the DL you know. sometimes, and mm. uh, sometimes you need to sub in. Yeah, she's gonna go missing. We know it. But uh, yeah, so uh, one of those two listeners will do the save. They will uh, rescue something that we cut, and then we let the people vote. Very, very decide nice. our top five. We're gonna put the list, the the poll on Facebook Live, so we'll tell everyone to go there when yeah. it's time. You know the drill. You you really do, unless you don't know the drill. Yeah, if you don't know the drill, that's fine. Also, yeah. So uh, should we get started? Let's do Why it. I think we should. Who wants to go first? <sighs> Jeff. I sure Jeff. do. Go for All it. right, I'll start with uh, I'll start with a heavy hitter. I want a uh, a spinoff or a side film uh, that takes place sort of a, in a Rogue One-y kind of a situation during Empire Strikes Back, uh, starring uh, the bounty hunters that are on the Executor. That are be it's like a chase for Han Solo mm-hmm. because it's sort of like everyone's chasing after. Oh, that's the plot. Sort of, yeah, and so right. like you would have like your IG eighty eight, your Zuckus from Forlom, Bosk, Dengar, uh, maybe you know leave Boba Fett a little bit out of it, maybe slight cameo, and don't worry about that. He's gonna have his own movie, right? But I really think like 
the, mixing these different characters and they can have their own backstories and you can sort of have a lot of flashbacks and flash forwards and going right. through and how they tie in could right. be almost very sort of like heisty sort of like a serious science fiction cannonball run kind of a thing uh-huh where they're all trying to screw each other over and right I think that could uh, I think there would be a lot of room for that I know it's almost cheating picking a Star Wars spin-off but right. I've always wanted to see something where, you know, those minor characters become the focus. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like, I like, you know, those characters themselves. Like, the the bounty hunters are such a fascinating group Mm -hmm. that they threw together, and then all they did was just disappear. Like, you never see them again. Right. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, you know, they did some stuff with Clone Wars and everything like that with Bosk and everything. But it'd be fun, like, seeing Zuckus and Forlom teaming up, flying the Mist Hunter while Bosk gets in the Hound's Tooth. Yeah. Dengar's in the Punishing One. Once people start mentioning actual names of side characters in Star Wars movies, I just glaze over. I have no idea. Yeah. But, like, the hunt for for Han Solo was, like, a big deal when they're trying to find the Millennium Falcon. Right. It is. That's a great... That's... I would... I'm sold on the plot and, and because my, I don't know the characters enough yeah. either. But the idea of, you know, rival bounty hunters vying for the same bounty yeah. is brilliant. It's great. I think it would be really, really fun. And yeah. and I think another a really cool addition to that, the IG-88, uh, the droid, is very Terminator-ish. It's an assassin droid. Right. And it is essentially kind of a Terminator. And I really liked the idea. My original move for this was to make just that like a, a sci-fi terminator style right terminator almost in space yeah uh with with ig88 but then i thought it would be really cool to make almost like a not r-rated because it's star wars but like a pulp fictiony kind of like all the stuff ties together towards the end but yeah. like everyone's going their route yeah in this sort of like chase this mm-hmm. this one two hour long sort of space chase yeah that's a great idea. Space chase. Space chase, everybody. Space, Space chasing. That's a good pick. John Fahey, what do you got? So this is a little uh, This is a little bit of a deep cut, I guess, but I'd really like to see a movie about the Ducky Boys from The Wanderers. I have never, I've never seen I've that, never seen yeah. The Wanderers. So, I mean, of, of the gang movies, it's my favorite, even though it's probably the least known. You know, I, I probably I probably should have picked something like the Baseball Furies or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the Ducky Boys are so weird because in the Wanderers, there's like you know the Chinese gang and the Black Gang and then the Italian guys and then there's like the the Nazi skinheads and one of the Nazi skinheads at some point he gets abandoned and he comes across this dude in a denim jacket who's just not saying anything and you see that this Nazi skinhead is kind of trying to come on to this guy. And then the guy in the oh. denim jacket flips open a switchblade. Uh oh! And uh, basically is, is killing this guy. And then he's killing this guy. <laughs> and then uh, you come to realize that this is another gang that we haven't seen before. And all of this other drama doesn't even matter between these other guys because there's this other gang called the Ducky Boys. And at the big fight at the end of the movie, when you know, like it's like the black football team versus the uh, Italian football team. And the Asian gang shows up, and there's just going to be a huge brawl. And then they all get completely surrounded by the Ducky Boys, who are just si- – they don't talk. Nobody, None of Ducky Boys mm, says a word. That's what I want. They just movie. come out in yeah. denim jackets and, re- and fucking switchblades. And for some reason, they all go to church together. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> the Ducky Boys go to church The Ducky together? Boys all go to church together. Yeah, they're together. all Catholic. They're all Catholic as fuck. And like, so they hear, met Irish people, they, and you are they, Irish. Yeah, they're all in church together, and they just don't want to talk and uh, stab people. And I think it's just – like um, a lot of my list is about – Characters that are just mysterious. Yeah. It, I'm like, I want to find out what the fuck is going on there. So that's my first entry. Probably going to get the boot, but the Ducky Boys. It's it's good that you came up there knowing it's going to get the boot, and you're like, I don't care. i got to make a stand. I got uh, Yeah. I'm going to see the Wanderers, although you just ruined it for me. But Well, I didn't tell you the end or anything. Yeah. Uh, I thought they just surround them and that's Yeah, it. they surround them. No, then that's, that's, the that's that basically shows that their own rivalries don't mean as much, but now they have this new problem. Oh, it's like an oh. alien invasion kind of thing. Yeah. Right, exactly. It the world. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. Happened at Mordor is how that happened. Yes, yes. And it's not, it's not like, it's not, uh, it's not as over the top as, you over know. Over the top. It's not, it's not as over the top. wrestling gang? Yeah. I mean, it's not as sappy as The Outsiders, but it's not as over the top as The Warriors. It's like right in the middle. It's really right. a killer soundtrack. Fantastic movie. I can't recommend The Wanderers enough. Underrated gang movie. I'm into it. ATB. Uh, my first pick, 
Uh, I'm going to get an obvious one out of the way. The Doof Warrior. The Coma Doof Warrior. Max Fury Road. Now, I don't remember who the Doof Warrior is. The guy on the fucking guitar the whole time. Okay, okay. Like, I want to know everything about the Doof Warrior. Like that, I don't think there's a better scene. In, uh, there's a lot of great scenes in Fury Road, but I don't think there's a better one than when that truck is just driving and he's asleep, and then some shit jumps off and he just wakes up and starts fucking. Shredding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, fucking the, great. The implied backstory of the of of him is fantastic. Like the idea that he's just bred to be the yeah the flute. You yeah, know, in, in and I do like the... I do like that that comes back in future war that we need a fucking band again. Right. Yeah, well, yeah, they don't have satellites or, or those, you know, they don't have Pandora or anything anymore, yeah. you know? Those were the days when we would march into war with a fucking yeah, some drummer. Kid, some yeah. little eight-year-old kid drumming away. Some motherfucker shot at. shredding the flute with, like, little mini balls coming <laughs> flying at him. <laughs> things that explode. Old-timey warfare was so fucked. Yeah. Just some little kid, like, fifing away <laughs> while bullets that literally, when they hit you, they pop. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I want to return to that now, what, in a movie about the Doof Warrior. What kind? Because I mean, he he seems mute, and he doesn't have eyes. That yeah, that's the thing. But that's not that's not a complete problem. Yeah. There's a whole Kurt Cobain movie where Kurt Cobain doesn't talk, or the Kurt Cobain was it, character. Was it his autopsy? <laughs> it's his episode of autopsy. Yes. Why are you asking? But uh, the Doof Warrior. I think he was pretty much everyone's favorite character. Yeah, in that everybody. Movie. Yeah, you couldn't and deny just, it. Yeah, I just want to know how that happened. Like, was he produced in a lab just to rock the guitar? Did he like who was his guitar teacher? <laughs> who taught the Doof Warrior how to play guitar? There is a. I want to see. I want to see all the build up to that. There yeah. is an amazing painting by um, Brandon Bird of Kenny G wearing the Doof Warrior clothes, playing his sax with the fire coming out of it. <laughs> it's so. God damn amazing. <laughs> you ever see Brandon Bird's artwork? It's it's absolutely the best. It's I, so good. I have not. So yeah, that's uh I think that was an obvious that's a one. Good, yeah, that's a good one though. What's uh what's your next pick, Jeff? Uh I'll go with uh I went with my my heavy hitter, so I'll go with my one that I'm expecting to not make it, and that is Latrell Spencer from White Chicks. Wow. Uh, and if you don't know who that is, that would be the breakout role by Terry Crews. Right. When he was this overly sexual uh, professional athlete, he was absolutely hilarious. He was this very whitewashed, very muscular guy. Turns out at the end to be either very gay or very pansexual. Um, his Terry Crews is brilliant. His The way he moved, the way he acted in that movie. Now, here's the deal. White Chicks is a great, awful movie. It's, I do love how hard you go to bat for white chicks I'm all stand, the time. I, I almost did it on one of the other podcasts we did, uh, standing up yeah. for it, being like, white chicks is good. If you get past, like, oh, they don't look like the actual women, it's like, yeah, it's a movie. Like, right, right. They're not in real space. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's all, yeah. you know, like, allow a slight suspension of disbelief or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, that part, that character is absolutely perfect. Like, everything about him is just comedically... I can't think of a a more perfect role. Like I know there are better, funnier movies, but that one character in there is just absolutely fantastic. Right. And it's he, I'd like to see like his adventures in you know I think it's the NBA that 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 he's in, even though he's clearly built like a football player. Yeah, he's player. not built for the NBA. But they definitely imply that he plays in the NBA. Uh, and it's just it's perfectly done. The 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 character himself is hilarious. Terry Crews, any any movie where Terry Crews is involved, I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm like all right, I yeah. fuck with Terry Crews. Yeah, a lot of times I think uh, I, I was driven by being sold by the actor. You know what yeah. I mean? Because just what they bring to the to these side roles. I mean, when they can really lean yeah. into a crazy, you know, weird character, it's just. Do you remember when Snoop Dogg got in all that trouble for he got had had this like weird beef with Iggy Azalea? And he posted yeah. a side by side photo of her and the uh, the two girls, the Wayans brothers from White Chicks. <laughs> oh God! It wasn't way off. Like, people weren't happy about it, but I was like, "Yeah, not, it's a good one." Yeah, Got that's her. great. The comedy, like the parts of him, he's trying to get laid through Marlon, like Marlon Wayans' side story in this, um, is that he keeps like this character keeps trying to 
sleep with him. Mm-hmm. And he like he obviously keeps trying to gross him out, but Latrell keeps outgrossing him to the gross outs. <laughs> like he's he's like he farts in front of him to make it he's like I'm a gross girl, you don't want me. And he's like, oh, I've been holding these in all day, and then just starts like <laughs> out. And he's just like, oh god, it's so good. Or when he plays what Vanessa Carlton, and he's like, oh my god, oh, yeah. How did you know? And he's like got to <laughs> dance for it and everything. It's so great. And when he takes the ecstasy and he. Just, Cuts over to him just like dancing with the whistle in his mouth. At the <laughs> yeah. rave. Oh, God. Good movie. It's I a, mean, it's well, not, I mean. but it is. Like, it's <laughs> of the bad movies. It's a it's movie. The, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of a movie. the best bad movies. Yeah. And he and he's great in it no matter how bad the movie is. He's, yeah. He's absolutely perfect in it. That's, so the, that's what I, I think. Latrell Spencer. The Fasandoval 89. <laughs> Love Terry Crews, but I don't know if I'd watch a movie of that particular character. Uh. What other Terry Crews character yeah. would you? I maybe Camacho from Idiocracy. I would watch a movie about him. Mm. But I, that was Terry Crews as president. His evil guy in Gamer. Oh yeah, he was so good in Gamer. Gamer is such a good movie. Gamer's great, yeah. really great. Uh, all right, that's an interesting pick, John. What do you got next? Um, I really believe in this one. Uh, Red from Pineapple Express. Oh. Which one was Red? Danny McBride. Oh, the drug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Any he's, Danny McBride. It was, it just, I mean, the movie I already really enjoyed, but when Danny McBride comes into it, I mean, he just starts yeah. stealing the shit out of the show. Yeah. It's so good. And I mean, <laughs> there's stuff going on with him. His wife's in jail. <laughs> For some reason, you know what I mean. His cat's dead. Every single scene he's in is hysterical, and then he doesn't. You know, he doesn't even die in the movie. Yeah, they try so to kill him. Right? So it just he can keep going forever. You know, you had dinner at my place the other night. <laughs> Fish, Fish tacos. tacos. <laughs> it's so good. It's so yeah. good. He's so so funny. I mean, that was like I liked him like when I first saw him in Hot Rod, and that's another thing I would oh, love yeah. just his character in Hot Rod. Yeah, but Red in Pineapple Express is just. He's really funny in Drillbit Taylor too. Yeah, he's very Terry Crews too. Like he's very like oh I'll, yeah. I'll I'll enjoy any any part of Danny McBride. And yeah, everything. yeah, really. A Tropic yeah. Thunder. His, yeah, you know what so, I mean. Yeah. Like always, always a great side character. I he mean, was probably the best part of Pineapple Express. I would say I so. I didn't love that movie. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Yes, uh, that movie was actually a reason I didn't pick a certain character because. The premise, uh, uh, supposedly, the premise of that movie was what if True Romance was made with the main character being Brad Pitt's pothead character from True Romance? Oh, yeah. That that was like the pitch for it. Yeah. And otherwise, I mean, I would love to see that Brad Pitt, but I mean, that's basically what that movie is almost a side character movie itself, Pineapple Express. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I. I I liked the Danny McBride parts as a whole on that movie. I, I could take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean, but, it, uh, I I enjoy it a lot, but it jumps up a hundred percent every time. He every shows time up, he's yeah. in, and then he keeps coming back. Yeah, you know, and, and Craig, like, what's his name? Yes, what, what's yeah, uh, Robinson, Craig Robinson. Yeah, you know, they well, Budlovsky really well and Matheson. I almost thought about as a duo movie. There's, I mean, great side characters. Yeah, but Red Pineapple Express, terrific. All right, all right, that's a good pick. Go yeah. for it. We are powering through. Uh, my next pick, this might be a little controversial because he's in the movie a whole lot, but I want to I want to see Quint from Jaws get a yeah. movie uh-huh. just because he tells that fucking amazing story about this boat sinking and there's 1,100 people in the water and he's like, 300 of them came back in. It's like, you rescued 300 people from sharks? That's I want to see that. Right. Like, he was such... I don't know if there's a better introduction to a character in a movie than Quint. Remember right. they're having that big uh, town meeting about what to do about the sharks, and he just reaches up and drags his nails down a chalkboard and <laughs> delivers this great fucking monologue about how $3,000 isn't going to do it, but for $10,000 he will hunt the shark and bring back its head. And he's just like everyone talks about Roy Scheider and fucking, uh, what's the other guy's name? I can't think of Richard uh, Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus in that movie. But Quint was the Quint was the star of that movie. Not enough yeah. that I remember his actual name, but <laughs> uh, was, uh, Brian Shaw. Brian Shaw. Old Brian Shaw coached the Lakers for a while. No, that's wrong. 
But uh, I think it was Brian Shaw. I think that's his name. No one cares, including <laughs> me. He's on my list, and I didn't even bother looking up. But I did watch Jaws again today and reconfirmed Quint is the best. Yeah, he, he's... yeah. The black guy is like a doll's yeah. eyes. Every time he talks, I'm just like, okay, go on. I'm listening. Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's kind of the point. He's kind of like in a way the sort of like the like the Obi-Wan of that yeah. movie. Kind of yeah. like he's like There's one of those characters in almost every yeah. horror-esque movie, that wise, all-knowing old man who shows up, but Quint Quint puts it into action. Yeah. Sure, he gets eaten by the shark and it looks really funny and Funny by today's effects standards, but back then, yeah. terrifying stuff. It was uh, corrected by Travis Wolf. Robert Shaw. It was Robert. Robert Shaw. Shaw. Bartholomew Marion Quint. That was his. Nor he had to be tough. His name, little name. According was... to Overlord Mason in the comments. Bart Quint. Nor yeah. just goes by Quint. Yeah. So uh, Quint from Jaws. I don't know if that one's going to stay on the list, but it should. He's... That would be a fun movie. A Jaws prequel where we see how quint came to know so much about hunting gigantic sharks yeah Yeah. because he's clearly not a it's not like he's a marine biologist no he's just a a seafaring dude who spent some time on the water and knows a thing or two about killing a shark it would have to be better than open water you ever seen that one what's not better than open water i know but it's just like (laughs) a bunch of people floating in the the sea and and sharks show up like how you gonna yeah you got to figure out a way to make that interesting uh, well, it, it, I mean, it wouldn't just have to be about that part. Yeah. That could be like the closing scene of the movie where he, the big boat accident. But I just want to see how Quint became Quint. Mm-hmm. Such an engaging character. Fucking love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Overlord Mason says, we could also do a sequel where Quint hunts sharks in hell. <laughs> that I'd really watch. That would be really good. I'd absolutely watch Quint that. Quint goes to hell. <laughs> Jaws I, six. I did in a lot hell. of bad things, <laughs> dull things. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, who's next, Jeff? I, think I am. Um, I'm going to take one. I'm actually going to sort of work on redeeming a character here, a character that's, I, I would say, probably considered not the best part of a of a series. But uh, I'm bringing up Short Round from Indiana Jones. I want the newest Indiana Jones movie to be short round going on adventures that's going to be the creed of the indiana jones movies <laughs> i'm telling you we're, we are that's in good. desperate need of an asian male lead in a large blockbuster i don't need chris pratt to be the new blank all the time i don't need the new indiana jones to be this guy right let's make it that character a little bit later. Like, let's bring in, like, Daniel Wu from, like, Into the Badlands or something like that. Right. Somebody who's, yeah. like, you know, bring it, bring a, a Chinese or Chinese-American actor in. Call uh, him Short Round. He doesn't have to be. <laughs> well, he could address that. Be like, yeah, can you believe that fucking guy called me Short Round? What a fucking jerk, right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, think about it. Like, wouldn't it be great to, like, sort of reinvigorate the Indiana Jones series without having to reboot the whole thing? Right. And use a character that was sort of considered as a joke, but to make him, like, the actual hero. Well, the thing is, is that Short Round, you got to say a couple of things for him. Number one, he keeps up. He can hang. Yeah. And he's a fucking child. He's a child, right? And not only that, but he's not even that freaked out. I mean, like, he's freaked out, but he's yeah. not, like, he's not falling to pieces. Like, yeah. I would be as a grown man, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's Like, he's together. already very heroic, quietly. Yeah. You so why I mean? not have him be, like, this badass? Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea. And I know the guy that played him, I think he's a, maybe a little older uh, at that point in time, mm. at this point in time, but I think he's even like you mean a, than he was when he played Short Round in Indiana Jones. I, I would bet say, he's way older. I would say for the age of the character, if you're going to restart a franchise right. or continue oh. on there, I think he's like 45 or right. something like that. But why not? Like I don't understand why you why you wouldn't want to take a character. I think a lot from, of people find the character would, annoying. I don't. But why not then take that sort of character that people are like that's annoying, and then turn that character into like the new Indiana Jones? He doesn't. He was like, I was annoying as a kid. You were all annoying as kids. Yes, like right. everybody. Um, so yeah, like why not? Like why not have that? I think it would be great. Yeah, redeem you know. that character. He's like the Jar Jar Binks of the Indiana God, God, Jones a little bit, universe. Right? Yeah, I mean Temple of Doom. You know, Cape Capshaw was awful. <laughs> you know, right. like, like short round was just he was that kid. He's that kid in every movie he's in. You know, right? He was at that time. He was in. You know, he was in all of the movies. That kid. 
He was in every movie. Every movie, at the yeah, time. yeah. It was like all a of contract. them, all yeah. of them, all of them. Wow, everyone. He's like in little. It's like a Waldo thing. Really, you just gotta find him. Yeah, really. That's impressive. Yeah. But why not? Like, why not have that ca- that that character as a grown up, like yeah. being the Indiana Jones? Now you have a strong, you have a strong Asian lead, right? Uh, because that's you know they need that. Like the Hollywood needs to get over that hump and why not attach it to such a huge franchise yeah it's not like you didn't fuck up crystal skull right yeah like you already fucked the franchise up you had you had harrison ford in it and still fucked it up why not give it to somebody Mm -hmm. that can do something with it yeah and take a character and redeem that character make him an adult redeem the character he was a kid yeah i'm right that's a good pick that is a very good pick i like it John Fahey, what do you got next? Um, this was really tough for me, uh, but I really like the idea of of all the characters I'm choosing. It's not going to make sense, but Nice Guy Eddie from Reservoir Dogs. Nice Guy who, Eddie. Who huh? played, which one played Isn't he him? Dead? That's, yeah, Sean Penn. Not Sean Chris Penn. Penn. Chris Penn. Chris uh, Penn. Okay. So basically the reasoning is all of these characters are brought together around Chris Penn's father and him. Yeah. So it's like a movie about him could take in... All of the characters you love, because they're all centered around, they're all brought together by that family. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, while, like, you know, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Pink are way more, like, flashy and interesting, I like the idea of a Nice Guy Eddie movie because, I mean, you can, you can, Alabama from, from True Romance is supposed to be with Mr. White, you know that? Is he like the, is this like an Ocean's Eleven-y, like, getting the band together? Yeah, I mean, well, you could, I mean, because the thing is, is that you could see him just work with Mr. White, or you could see him just work with Mr. Pink, you know what I mean? I do like how you picked, the character is great, you picked the one dead guy (laughs) from that movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The one guy that's like, wait, who's the guy that died a couple years ago? What's his name? Not Sean Penn. Chris Penn, Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy. I want, I want. I, and I, <laughs> he looks so sleazy and stuff. He does. He's like wearing the the, the, the silky track yeah tracksuit thing. Um, uh, it's uh he, so he's got some personality. Like the the old man is just a tough old man. You yeah. know what I mean? But nice guy Eddie is like a character, and he's kind of slippery and sleazy, and yeah. he draws together all of these super badasses. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed Reservoir Dogs. I know it's old and yeah, it's great. Like, I really liked it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. That's a good pick. All right. uh, kind of a, a similar pick for my next one. Uh, the entire criminal organization in John Wick. <laughs> I want to know everything about how those motherfuckers operate. Because for one thing, they pay for everything with gold coins. Right. Which oh. is... Oh, so you mean the Assassin Guild? The Yeah. The, the group okay. he worked for before. Like the, the Russians... The group he worked for, Jeff. Yeah. In the movie, the people. Because remember, in the movie, it's the the entire problem is that the the head of the criminal organization organization's son, robbed John Wick and stole his dog. And then the the guy gives that great speech about how uh, John Wick used to be a soldier for them and wanted out, and he gave him an impossible task, and. Bodies he buried that night laid the foundation for this organization. Show me that night. Yeah, that yeah. is. That is. I want to see dope. that. I want to see a prequel where John Wick's there, but he's just there. It's not a John Wick movie. It's about that criminal organization and John Wick's role in it and everything that led up to him leaving. That would be a fantastic movie. Can Adrian Palicki be in it again? Obviously. Thank God. <laughs> Got to figure out a way to get her in there. Ah, got to figure out a way to get her. We did it. Yeah. No, that would be dope. I always, I agree with you because, like, you got to figure at that hotel, right? At the at the assassin yes. hotel, like. They're not all working for the Russians, are yes, they? Like they can't. They, no, really they don't. Yeah, they be, don't explain right? any they of these never things. Explain that, but they all have the gold coins. Yeah, because initially my pick was just Charlie from John Wick, which is the the cleaner who shows up whenever. Okay. There's a ton of dead bodies, and but I I want to know it all. I want to know how they found Charlie. Where do they get the gold coins? It's. Right. What would what's the name of the guy that owns the hotel? He might be a good lens to view the whole thing from. I don't. Uh, remember. It's uh, Shane, Ian McShane. Ian no, McShane. Ian McShane doesn't own it. 
Yeah, he's the guy that. Oh, does he the, own? Yeah, it? he runs the hotel. Oh, I was thinking of the the uh, the guy who works the desk. Oh, like the African Lance dude. Reddick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ian uh, Ian McShane, like he might be a good lens for that because he's connected to every aspect of it. Yeah, or so a movie he, about that hotel. That that hotel. That whole situation just. That might be one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah. It's just the non-shooting, like, like, hey, John, you want, you know, you want to get <laughs> sewn up and get some pills? I was like, ah, I like that. Yeah, and it costs the same amount to bury a body that it does. Uh... They make it such a rich world. Yeah, I mean, that's really what they nail. And I like that they don't force it to be explained. Yeah, it they doesn't have to be. This is what is going to happen? Yeah. Apparently, the gold coins get explained in John Wick too. I have not seen John Wick two yet. I, I no, haven't we either. Really blew, we really blew it. We but it's on. It's on it. Amazon now. I think I'm going to rent it this weekend. It, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wait for me to see. I want to see it. Oh. And I believe it goes deeper into that whole world. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it does. But it, it's as far as I know, it's still a unless it's a prequel, and I just haven't seen the movie I'm asking for right now. Yeah, I think it's still a continuation of the original story. Yeah, go for it. I want to see that build up, man. That would be fucking great. Yeah. Uh. John Fahey. Or no, it's no, Jeff. It's my turn. Yeah. I'm up. We're all because normally we go <laughs> in this order yeah. and it's counterclockwise. Yeah, now we're going counterclockwise. We're going we're going counterclockwise now. No, we're going this. No, we're going, oh yeah, yeah so we're going counterclockwise. counterclockwise. Whoa. Whoa. Look at that. We're doing this in Australia. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right then. Uh so What's my your next pick. My next pick's a prequel, it is. Uh <laughs> Uh, I want to do a movie, um, a a sort of an action thriller heist movie um, featuring the Gruber brothers. Yeah, uh, Hans and other one. Right, Gruber from from the Die Hard uh, from the Die Hard movies from Die Hard one and uh, and Die Hard three. I I think the the Hans Gruber character and the um, Jeremy Irons character like as younger because like it kind of comes off like they're estranged. Yeah, like during that film, during during Die Hard, uh, uh, with Die Hard with a Vengeance, it really kind of comes off. You, it's sort of like I hated my brother, but oh, you know, but you killed him, and only I get to beat the shit out of my brother, kind right. of thing. Yeah. So like, I'd like to see a uh, sort of a uh, a brutal, uh, like 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 this sort of like a heist, because obviously they're criminals, right? So you get to do your like Ocean's Eleven, but so, like people they fuck each other over, someone gets screwed over in some right. way. People getting murdered, yeah. Like that would be such a badass movie, yeah. Where the hero, because they're both also very likable villains. Yes, I mean, you hired the t- two actors that play super likable scumbags. Yes. So why not sort of go through that and have what Fastbender be one of them, and and I don't know someone else. Oh, Adrian Palicki. Fuck. I mean, Fassbender. Yeah. Right. Right. Fassbender is Hans Gruber, though. Great. Great He's pick. Put a beard on Michael Fassbender. You know, he can do German. Yeah. From uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Like, it would work really well. Uh, but God damn it, would that be a great movie? Yeah. The Grubers. Yeah. The Grubers. <laughs> no, 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 no. Distance from a Gruber. No, I, got, I wrote it down. The Grubers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. I got <laughs> Grubers. Yeah. 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 That's a good pick. Uh, John, what do you got next? Okay. So I want to see a more of. Um, a lot of times it's just because, I mean, the person entertains me so much. I want to see more of Carl Showalter from Fargo. Oh, That's Steve yeah. Buscemi's character. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's just... He's, After the wood chipper. Yeah, just such a piece of shit. Like, just I want to see where he's at before and him just doing scummy things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, living, you know, like... Wherever those characters are supposed to come from, are, or something are like from that, like yeah. the edge of civilization, you know, or like they just yeah. live with the lowlifes. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they had to escape New York or, right. or LA. Get or out of some like stuff. That, yeah. yeah. But he's so funny. He's yeah. really great. He's yeah. so, so funny. Yeah. And he's such a, like, he's funny, but he's also kind of, I mean, maybe the scariest character in that. Yeah, because he's the, pretty fucking unhinged. I mean, the the what's who plays the really quiet guy? What is oh, that actor's yeah, name? Yeah, that guy's in everything. Peter Stormare. Yeah, he played uh. the devil in Constantine. Yeah, that's, for some reason that's what I always relate him to. Like right. he's supposed to be the scary one, and it kind of turns out at the end that he <laughs> yeah he really he, is the he scary. He really one is. Him. But throughout that whole thing, Steve Buscemi, he's just so unhinged. Yeah. In that. 
And yeah, like he gets that, shot in the face, right? He gets shot in the face. I got shot. And then he kills. The and then he face. shoots the the old man. The in the uh, toll booth guy. Yeah, the, the ticket taker. Yeah. The, yeah, the toll booth. That's Which what. That's justified. Actually, that's justified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my favorite movie of all time. I, I wish Fargo I, is your favorite. I wish movie? I had made that pick. Yeah, yeah. I've really? seen Fargo probably fifty times. I do like. Yeah, Fargo. I fucking it's, love Fargo it's so great, so much. Yeah, and that's the thing is that it's William H Macy's character doesn't know what he's getting into with these guys. So it's like I want to see right. more of where those guys come from and why they were just the wrong customers to get involved with. You know. Yeah. You know who I'd like to see in a movie from Fargo is uh, what was the Native American character? Oh, oh Joe guy, Redcorn or Red yeah, Feather or something. Yeah, he told to smoke a fucking peace pipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he just beats the. I never understood why he was just fucking someone in that dude's apartment. It's like get a hotel, dude. What like what the fuck? And he beats him with a belt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Beats him with a belt. The neighbor comes out and he beats the shit out of the neighbor. Yeah. Kicks the girl down the hallway. No clothes on. Mm-hmm. That guy would be cool too. Be but a yeah, badass guy. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Showalter. That's a good one. Yeah. I like it. Uh, oh, Shep, Shep Proud. Shep Proud Foot. Travis Wolf is on it. Yeah. Well, he's a wolf. You might have Google big, access. Big ties to wolves, Native American mythology. That's like exactly that. why. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's also connected to the worldwide Travis. <laughs> All Travis information goes right back to him. Oh, what was my next pick? Oh, okay. The pawn shop owner in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Zed? How'd you get that, uh, how'd you get that gimp in your how'd basement? You get that pack? bike. Oh, what? Oh no no no! Zed's not the punch. Yeah, you're yeah. the other guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's Maynard. Yeah, Zed Maynard. Doesn't he say that on the wow. phone when he calls him? Yeah, yeah. Good memory. I mean, that's one of that's like I mean, Goodfellas and Pulp Fiction. I could say in my sleep. I think you just want a gay porno. <laughs> yeah, it could be. That's what we really want. Just but a big budget one. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, we'll any any of it. those three would be a brilliant pick. Zed, Maynard, or the Gimp. Yeah, I think yeah. Zed might be a really interesting. Well, either one, like too. The, just those two. They obviously get along so well. Yeah. Yeah. Bonding and over. Not the only fact that, that, the Gimp. The yeah. Gimp is ready to rat out Bruce Willis, so the Gimp is completely <laughs> in on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The uh the that scene is what made my dad make me stop watching that movie when we were watching it together. I yeah, that'll imagine. kinda do it. But you know what's weird is it was after the shotgun blast where my dad's like, All right, we gotta stop watching this. <laughs> and I was like, Really? Cause the Okay. Another right, shotgun blast yeah. coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, after I mean? after the anal rape scene and the guy gets castrated with a shotgun, you mean your dad thought that might be a bit much? But I was what was that, ninety <laughs> five? 94? Something like that. I, saw it, I, I was 13, maybe 14 Did you years see it old. In the like, theater? I wasn't that. I saw, I've seen Robocop. Yeah, so I've you seen somebody get that. shot in the dick. Was it just that it was two dudes? It, I don't know because I don't know. I think weird. I honestly think it's it's way more yeah. the gay sex than than the violence for yeah, sure. Yeah, because for sure. the yeah. shit we were watching when, when we were that age is like insane. But it's weird that that yeah. was the thing that made him pull the plug was the shotgun blast. Was he's like, all right, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, did you have to wait for your boner to go away? Like, <laughs> Probably. But yeah that that that's a that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting choice. Yeah, like it is. Choice. It's again, it's another rich world. It's, yeah, it, there's a tapestry of shit going on there. Yeah. Who the fuck are those guys? I need to know how that gimp got in the basement. And man. is that a cop? Is he a security guard? I thought he was a cop, wasn't he? Yeah, he had like what some kind it? of blue shirt on. Yeah, he that, had. I thought yeah, he was yeah. a guy. He was either a cop. Oh or a no, I think guard. he might have been a security guard. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, I think that was very specific that he was a. security I watched guard. it again today, but I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> and then... Woke up 15 minutes before we started this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would love to know everything about that pawn shop. Why keep them in your place of business? Why not just take them somewhere else? Because you're there all the time. Yeah, I suppose. Some, you got to do something on your lunch break, pal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, Gimpwich, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the, uh, the pawn shop owner from Pulp Fiction. That's there my next pick. Jeff, are we on our fourth? Order? We are on our final. Final picks already. already Jesus. On I like our it. finals. All right. So I want to do a intergalactic uh, mercenary war movie featuring the colonial marines from Aliens. Hmm. I would like to do to see them sort of as a mercenary team going in. Sort of like, it uh, doesn't have to be xenomorph based, you know, because what I think one of the scenes... The, the thing that really got this to me is when Hudson, when, when Bill Paxton goes, uh, are we going to see any action or is this just another bug hunt? 
And so uh, I, I like the idea because also the colonial marines, they are they're mercenaries. Right. Like people, they're not like the official military of space. They're like yeah. mercenaries. So what is it about this group of mercenaries? Like I'd love to see that and like to see sort of like the the Vasquez character, Hicks, Hudson, Apone, Frost, all these different characters, like they all have these really good ties, this very band of brothers y kind of thing, but they're also like a little shitty. At right. the same time, yeah. So, like, I kind of like that, and and the idea with them is like it doesn't have to be like alien based. It doesn't have to be like a sci fi horror. You can do just a straight up war flick, or you can do them sort of like you know they could meet a predator for all. We- like, I don't know where I want to see it, but I would love to see those specific characters, mm-hmm. or or even what happens with the Colonial Marines afterwards. Although I like I like the group from I, I like the group from Aliens. Who'd yeah. have thought I like the group from the movies and I want to <laughs> see them <laughs> crazy dead. That's a good uh, pick. That's a very good pick. Yeah, right? That would be great. Imagine, like, that would be really cool, like, seeing them, like, or, like, have to check out a place, like, after a- aliens took over another place and they, they never run into them, but they have to go through it and then there's cannibals or something. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out at the end. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, my final pick is Don Vincenzo from True Romance. Mm. I I just think uh, there's something about Tarantino writing coming out of Christopher Walken's mouth, and you can't do Captain Coons because it's just a movie about a guy with stuff up his ass. You know, what I mean? or, you wouldn't watch that. <laughs> I mean, like, did I, you did you not movie. hear my last pick? Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, you basically, I mean, you, the watch. <laughs> yeah, you know what happens with the watch, and I bet that's the most interesting it's thing that ever thing. happened to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's just him <laughs> saying racial slur, every racial slur invented against Asians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't pick Gandolfini because you want another dead person. <laughs> yeah, Gandolfini's character. I mean, yeah, he really That's steals the show. That's such a brutal scene. It's, it's yeah, and it's cut, it's edited, and it's still horribly brutal. Yeah. The the Gandolfini scene. You know, but... I live right near there. Really, I live right near that. Oh, hotel. oh, the Safari, the Safari Inn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, moved, nice. It's I'm... in Burbank. You used to live really close to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, but Don That's Vincenzo, where I killed James Gandolfini. Yeah. <laughs> His stuff about just uh, the lying and just uh, being this slimy mob boss. I, I know like a mob boss thing is kind of like overdone or whatever, but I just, uh, he was a character I always wanted a lot more from. Yeah. And all you basically got to see him set up for was the scene with Dennis Hopper. And I always, I always just wanted more and more and more of that world. That's a really great scene. Yeah, it's, a, it's incredible. Um, if you watch the DVD commentary for, for that movie, there's a commentary from the director, Tony Scott, R.I.P., Quentin Tarantino and Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette together every single time during that scene, not a one of them talks. They just watch it. Yeah. Now here's the part where I do a lot of drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> here's the part where I robbed an old lady. <laughs> but you know, Tarantino, he never shuts the fuck up. So yeah. Yeah. that he stops, he's, he just goes, hold on, I just want to watch this. And then he just sits there and watches I mean, it's a perfect scene. Yeah, it's incredible. That is a perfect scene, too. Yeah. That, like, to see those two guys interacting with each other. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. And the two actors, I mean, just incredible. Right? Yeah. I mean, Dennis Hopper, like... Any Dennis Hopper side character would be yeah massive. I mean, like a his character from Speed for Christ's sake would make a yeah. a hell of a story. Like yeah, that's a good pick. Thank you. Uh, this is a damn good. Yeah, this is gonna be it's gonna tough. be hard. Yeah, my last pick. Uh, it's my probably my favorite movie franchise. Definitely one of my favorite movie franchises. But this is something we have never seen. I want to see a purge movie about the people purging because right. we always see the movies from the perspective of someone trying to avoid the purge. The prey. Yeah. Right. I want to see just the predator. <laughs> I want to see just one movie about someone heading out into the purge to purge. I want to see the bad guys cuz that's kind of the that was kind of the promise of that movie when it first yeah. came out was that we were just going to see this unbridled mayhem in the streets. And the first movie did not deliver that. Uh, it was still good, but it, it that's it, not what the first movie was, was Anarchy about. was that the, the second one? Purge. Anarchy yeah. was the second one. That one was way better. And that's closer to what I'm talking yeah. about because that's... I've heard you know they're out in the streets. I've heard people say that's the best Punisher movie ever made. Well, the guy 
in it is yeah, it's Punisher, Frank, right? Frank, Frank Grillo. Grillo. Well, he's not yeah. the Punisher. He actually plays Crossbones in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, I see. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The the second Purge movie is basically the Punisher, and then really? yeah, yeah. Well, it's about a. Uh, I won't give it all away. Yeah. But uh, the third movie, you still don't like. You still you see a little more of it of people being out and getting caught in it, and you do get to know some of the people. Uh, participating in the purge a little bit better, like maybe get to even, know your local purges. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't know if either have you either of you seen Purge Election Year? I haven't no. seen any of them yet. There are these three like teen girls who show up really early in the movie before the purge starts, who are just like terrorizing this shop owner, and then they come back for one thing, driving a car that is covered in Christmas lights, like. I w- I just I want that. How did yeah. they open the doors? Because they get out really easy, and there's just lights wrapped around the whole fucking car. But just any of those per those people who are like, this is the day I get to go out and do some murder. I want to see a movie from that perspective. I, I want to know those people. I need you to see the Rick and Morty Purge episode soon. I will yes. for so, fuck's sake. I'll watch Rick because, and Morty. But I know you want that. But th- they have a Purge specific episode that is so you are going to eat it up. It is yeah. so perfectly handled. They do the Purge the way you've always wanted to see the Purge. Have either of you ever seen Meet the Blacks? No, no, that's a, that's a, a that parody is, purge, th- right? It's a parody, but it's basically the uh, just another purge movie. Is it like a Wayans purge movie? It's not as over the top. As yeah, a I heard Wayans. it's a little more serious than you. Yeah, think it's, it's a be. little more serious, but it has. I was surprised by how much I like. There's this one scene where they are kind of parodying a scene from the first purge movie, where Mike Epps is talking to these three neighbors who are trying to get in his house to kill the family. And he's talking to him through the uh, intercom. He, they, they have like a surveillance camera that he can see him. And they're like exchanging insults and threats. And then one of them calls him the N-word. And the other two go, dude, come <laughs> on. It's so fucking funny. But uh, yeah, I want to see a Purge movie about the Purgers. Yeah, I think there would be something interesting too to somebody having, you know, a lot resting on being able to kill somebody. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Like, like one it, person targeting. Yeah. Like somebody going after their boss. Right. 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 Something or, that could change your life forever. Th- there would be so many think pieces about yeah. that movie. Oh, right. Going yeah. after your boss or a like a business partner. Or an ex-wife. Podcast co-host. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Great. Travis Wolf says, if Adam ever ran for office, his opponent would have so many sound clips of him supporting a purge. And then I'd, <laughs> and then I'd kill that kill motherfucker that guy when I state the purge. Yep, get you next That's year. Exactly what would happen. Yeah. All right, so we have our 10. Now we got oh. to start cutting some shit. We got we to gotta shave a couple off, huh? Jeff, oh. I, I didn't need to make it that big. No, it's okay. I... Um, so I have to pick one first. Uh, okay, so I am going to, and, and I'm going to do this, and this is uh, of no uh, personal attack whatsoever. Jesus. Uh, but The Wanderers, uh, I know I haven't seen it, and yes. I know that's unfair to cut it. Sure. But you did tell me that it's a gang of people that don't talk. Right. It might be a little tough for me to stay. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm not saying that they never talk, but they are, they're just, they're highly mysterious. Plus, uh, they're Irish trash, from what I understand you said. And they I look kind of Irish. Get, uh, yeah. Nice. I mean, um, <laughs> the thing about the them not talking, though, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a, uh, like a, a zombie movie, but <laughs> the villains in that don't talk. I don't know what that is. What is that? I don't know. It might a lot of I just it heard the word somewhere. I don't actually know. <laughs> a lot of it I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I haven't seen it and it's so sort of fringe for me that I just sure. can't Fair. relate to it. And the way you described it wasn't enough for me to be like, I need to see this right and save that. So unfortunately I have to kick it. Kick um, it. Kick it. Do it. Can I kick it? Yes, yes you can. You can. <laughs> can I kick it? Yes, you can. I just said you can, Jeff. John, right. what do you cut? Uh, I gotta cut Latrell Spencer. I'm sorry, I haven't seen That's it. That's okay. That's okay. I haven't seen I it. I knew we'd get cut. I walked into this knowing um, that people tear that movie. But this apart. is a really good list. So I mean, uh, it's tough. It's tough. I think it's gonna get a lot harder now uh, for my second pick. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because these, these are uh, these are all good ideas. I think that are are, are pretty much left behind. Yeah. Um. Oof. This is tough. Ah. 
I'm going to cut Don Vincenzo from True mm. Romance. I could... Have you ever seen Suicide Kings? Yes. That's... It almost seems like he played that character in Suicide Kings. Has it, has it been a while since you've seen Suicide Kings? Well, he's a kidnapped, right? He's like yeah, the it's, mob it's pretty, leader. Yeah, it's pretty jokey, though. It, well, it is, but it's... Yeah. I always remember that. It was like... Don't get mad at me for it. And just say, <laughs> like he plays a mob boss that they kidnap, and Johnny Galecki's in it. And you know, right. I get it. But sure, sure, and sure. Our be- and uh, Unpop's favorite Jay Moore uh, is in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a. Now that I think about it, I'm like Jay Moore, Jeremy Sisto, like Johnny Galecki. I'm like, this is the most late '90s. Yeah, very much building around Christopher Walken. We're good. Yeah. Uh, all right. I uh, I might have to uh, go after, and I think it's the character himself. It might be the pawn shop owner. Uh, you motherfucker. I know. I know I'm a bad person. Um, I feel like that one specific character uh, just doesn't hold it for me that much. I feel like you're like, doing it for your dad. I feel like he would totally hold it for you. <laughs> I feel like this is your dad dog. I'm pulling my dad off the list. <laughs> no, it's just that one specific guy, like that one character. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see the story of the lady that gets shot in the leg by Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Like the rest of her day. Yeah. By the way, same lady that gets shot in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, isn't Kathy Griffin? Really? Same same exact woman oh. gets oh, shot wow. in both movies. The same I did not actress. know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's Quentin Tarantino's like wife <laughs> so i'm gonna get my wife shot okay um isn't kathy griffin like be like i totally saw that whole yeah thing. yeah that's a, that was like a weird thing to see it was, in it that was. Movie. Like, kathy griffin that, for, for no reason is that, is that is that kathy griffin i know i love that was that wasn't julia sweeney in it too like yeah julia sweeney out of nowhere i don't know like they all hold those like, and supposedly really random... because of that uh supposedly quentin tarantino helped ghostwrite the pat movie well, of course. <laughs> because of him. Sure, sure. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? If you ever look at the movies that he's supposedly ghostwritten, it's, I mean... It's bananas. It's in, it's insanely long, first of all. And then it's just like, it's so much dreck. You can't believe. Like, wow. Well, I mean, it's funny when you think about like Louis C.K. wrote Pootie Tang. Sure, yeah. yeah directed it, right yeah. Um, John, what This is getting next? real tough now. It sure is. Um, the big ones are really hard to go after, um, especially... Um, well, that's the thing. There's nothing but mostly yeah. This big is all movies. good stuff here. Yeah. Too. Not only is it good in movies, the, the, but it's probably the worst movie on the list is a character I don't want to cut. Yeah. Um. Shit. Um. I mean, of all these, I just got to pick my least favorite, and it's Quint. That's a, that's understandable. That was he's your least favorite. Yeah. Of everything left on this list. Oh, that's yeah, that's fair. You know, and especially like the bigger, like like the the Marines. I mean, it's the the more people you have, the more interesting the movie is. Like the the John Wick organization. Well, you know, Quint was in the military. That's what we were doing, right? Was right. Well, we could, movie what, what are we doing a movie about the military? I, I, well, that, we. I mean, I thought that was what Adam was going for was like his navy life. What do you mean with like, the hat? Oh, no, yeah. not what. <laughs> Yeah, he I thought re- that was just the prequel movie he that he wanted. Really was yeah. like the Quints. The flags are flying at half mast. Mast. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I mean, that was. I mean, even that is a great idea. But yeah. I gotta. I gotta do it. Uh, this is a tough one. Yeah. Oof. Uh So I'm not gonna think about it too much, and I'm gonna cut short round from Indiana Aww. Jones. I don't want to see a fucking short round movie. I was really <laughs> proud of that. One. But he's Shit. an adult. Yeah, that's worse. He's a charming kid. Now he's just gonna be a boring old Asian dude. I don't give a fuck about that. If he still talked in that broken. Yeah. Gym. Yeah. Doctor Jones. Doctor Jones. Got the whip, got the whip. No time for love. Dude, All you right. are 40. <laughs> yeah. So, Jennifer Fendelander, if you're out there, what are you going to save? It's all on you. Jen, think about it before. Short, Short round, round is saved. Wow. There it is. Thank you, Jen. Uh, Jennifer, that was also the best. That was the best choice. Oh, Master sure. Def Adam says, just watch the Shark Week hour-long special on it. It's better than uh, both movies made about it, about uh, the Quint. Uh, the shark thing. Uh, really? I think I said I want a Quint movie. Yeah. So <laughs> get a little color form of him and put it on the screen while you're watching. <laughs> so I'm going to put the poll up. It's going to be on our Facebook Live page. Uh, you two talk amongst you. What was some of the stuff you almost put on the list but didn't? 
Uh, I wait, almost... wait, no one picked goddamn Les Grossman? No, we didn't. No. I, I offered it to him. Yeah. And, I, kept... and I said I would take it, and you didn't say anything. I, no, I just said I'm giving it up. Les Grossman should win every time. Uh, I mean, a lot, of my, a lot of mine were driven by co- character actors. So, like, like with certain people, it was, like, hard. Like, with Stevie Semi, it was, like, I would have loved to see his, his serial killer character from Con Air. A movie about that maniac. Yeah, right. That would. I always loved in Con Air when they have him having the tea party, and they're like, "Is this supposed to be calming me? And like, what's what's going on with this? Like, he has he changed? Well, I mean, that's the thing is the uncertainty of yeah. is he about to totally butcher this little girl? And then I guess he doesn't. Uh, well, he changed. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just. Uh, I mean, so like, there's so many actors like that. Or I mean, and you know, a lot of times I kept going to TV shows too. You know, I was like thinking about there's so many good side characters in TV shows that would be great. Yeah, there. You know, the reason I didn't go uh, Les Grossman, um, the reason why he was the one that I sort of shifted away from, is because I feel like he works best in three to seven minute increments. Yeah, and then that it might plus poor Tom Cruise's vocal cords. He right. might be, I think, the best side character of a movie that I've seen probably in the last. 10 15 years. Les Grossman? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's it's fantastic. It's one of the best things he ever did. And everybody says so. Everybody agrees it was great. It felt like he could yeah. make fun of himself and I mean I think it's that and his his character in Magnolia too is just fucking insane. Tom Cruise gets way too much shit for his acting ability as opposed to his personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, people equate the two, and they're like, "Tom Cruise is crazy. He sucks." It's like, no, he doesn't suck. Yeah, Tom Cruise is great. He's picked a couple of bad movies, but let's not forget all the insanely good ones that he's been in. Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, in on fire in Magnolia, that fragile pickup artist character. It's it's so fucking good. It's it's incredible. Um, I am really mad at myself that I did not pick a single. Philip Seymour Hoffman character because he's got so many great side characters. No women on the list either. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah, that too. I don't relate and I don't want to see a woman. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> sure. You don't like women doing men things. things. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I'd say? Yeah, seen? I guess I didn't think of it you that way. What? How about this? An Adrian Palicki uh, <laughs> movie from John Wick. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, I think uh, I wanted to do Doc Brown, but I thought it was too central a character. A little too... You might have been right on that one. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. like you said, Quint was also pretty central. But, yeah. I mean, in the third... About... In the third Back to the Future, it becomes almost like the Doc Brown movie. movie. Yeah. But there's so many things that Doc Brown sees that we never get to see. That's what I want out of a Doc Brown movie. Like, he's been to the future. He knows what it's like by the time he takes Marty there. Yeah. Like, he's been a frontiersman for, like, all of these adventures we yeah, don't... Right? We never see. How about uh, Biff? How about a Biff movie? Biff? <laughs> Biff? Yeah. Butthead. But don't we know everything that happens to Biff? Uh, yeah, because they go back in time. Yeah, it's the Huey Lewis. It's just him theme eating theme bowls theme. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate manure. <laughs> Biff doing Biff stuff. Yeah, he's great though. What the fuck ever happened to that guy? Tom, God, he's so he's good. He does stand up. I know, but I mean, like, you know who's like? How good? is he so good in that movie and not in a million movies? You know who's uh, good friends with him is uh, Travis Clark. Oh, really? Travis oh, Clark wow. knows him. I guess they kind of like came up around roughly the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's bananas, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, Crazy 88 was on my list. Yeah. From uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. They're, they're, I, I bandied about a lot of terror. I almost wanted to do um, Cheech from, from Dust Till Dawn. Which one? Uh, the first Cheech. Not, end, not ending Cheech, but. He's Cheech. three. I thought he was two. He's the cop? Not the cop. The pussy guy? Yeah. The, oh, guy. the pussy guy would yeah. be great. Wouldn't that be great? So yeah. the, the poll is up now. It's on our Facebook Live group, which is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash unpops live. Or I put a link to it in the comments. Click that. Go over there and vote. Oh, and he's the guy that brings the money at the end. The guy that yes. The yeah, money. he's like yeah. the final guy. That so it's cop, pussy guy. It's, it's nuts. Um, but definitely pussy guy. Yeah, pussy guy's great. Uh, pussy for a penny. Yeah, no guy the pussy. Like it's such a weird. Like imagine he goes home and he's just got like a regular voice and he's just like, yeah, man, I was, I've been yeah. clowning this whole day. 
It's about time to rest. And well, who needs somebody to sell pussy? Yeah. Like, who needs an advertiser? And who's driving by this way out of the way on a cliff? Not Remember, knowing. the strip club's on a cliff because right. when they cut it's back and they show all the all yeah. the uh, the chasm. Right. So like, who's showing up there and being like, mm, "You guys got pussy in here? <laughs> you guys got a legendary Mexican uh, actor uh, that can tell me uh, what you guys got here?" So far, the bounty hunters are winning. Is that also because this is my podcast, Jeff? Oh. I don't know what you're talking no, about. Let, no, let's talk about that. Every time I win, Jeff says it's because it's my podcast, which is insulting Berserker as button. fuck. This is Adam's berserker button. Why wouldn't it be? In fairness, though. Like, ev- why, why wouldn't I be bothered by that? Every time I win, it's because <laughs> it's my podcast. But when you win, it's just it's what, it's you have your good podcast. picks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's because people feel bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. You- I mean, I also picked the like the mo like that is such an obvious pick. Empire Strikes Back, though that I, that almost felt like cheating. Oh, the sequel one. Yeah, yeah the, yeah. the the bounty hunters one. That one felt like cheating. Yeah, I wish we could get more movies about the characters in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> That's why I said really, like really lacking there. <laughs> So uh, oh, Pat Horn- Pat Hornsby goes was really hoping for the Trade Federation instead of the Bounty Doof Hunters. Doof you're doing quite well. Yeah, Doof Warrior's doing all right. Not a single one of mine is getting on why, the Why on the wouldn't list. the Doof Warrior be doing really yeah. well? I was hoping the Gru- I think the Gruber brothers would have done really well. That seems Well, they're like- in fourth. Fourth is quite- I meant like but I meant like top one or two even more than the other ones. I really liked uh like I really want to see that. I like psyched myself up for that movie. Yeah. Why don't you write it? Let's get Aaron Covington to write that. We could write a movie. Why do we need Aaron Covington to do it? I don't know. He just seems like a really nice guy to have on your side. Well, yeah, he is on our side. We already did. We we got him on our side, Jeff. We can stop trying. Quit calling Aaron Covington. Jesus. So we're going to tweet at him. We're going to leave this poll up for another 90 seconds. Wow. Get your votes in. Guys, get your votes on. Get your votes on. Vote for the votes. Doof Warrior. Vote Do for the duty. Purgers. Vote for the criminal organization and John Wick. Don't vote for any of those. Vote, vote for, for the Bounty Hunters those. and Sagrubas. Oh, shit. I forgot. I didn't. All of those I should vote. things. I yeah, forgot. I, yeah, I should really vote. I forgot yeah, you're both vote. in the group. You should go vote. All right. Don't forget to look at all of the options, everybody. Don't forget to look at all of them. Oh my God, Red is doing so bad, and and Carl Showalter doing even worse. Yeah, that's a. I, I wish Carl Showalter was doing better. All right. So, all right, we are at thirty seconds left. Let's give a shout out to Carrie Martin for voting for some of mine. Carrie Martin voted for all of yours, which makes perfect sense. You and Carrie get along so well. She uh, adores me. She's certainly not trying to kill me. No, no, definitely not. Or no, she didn't vote for all ears. Uh, I'm just making that up. That's not nice at all. She actually voted for a lot of Johns. <laughs> yeah, she did. Ooh. What are the, uh, how are we looking at comments on the uh, YouTube things going over there? Well, we're, we have, we're, oh, yeah. oh, we're nine done. seconds yeah. away from the, the poll being done. Nine. Nine. And here we go. Boom. We're going to refresh and see where we're at. Number right. five. Wow. The Purgers from The Purge. Amen to that. Uh, probably just because it's my podcast. Uh, number four, the Gruber brothers from Die Hard. Number three, the criminal organization from John Wick. Number two, the Doof Warrior. Number one, the bounty hunters from Star Wars. Well, well, Are you happy, Jeff? I didn't win. I am never happy, but I am a little happy that you didn't win. Okay, good. It was a very good pitch. Yeah. Thank you. It's a very, very good pitch. This was like- this was a this was a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Um, it was yeah. good. Like yeah. this was a really fun subject to come up with too, because it really, yeah. Like a lot of times we just pick a rank, but here we all, you also kind of get your creative, yeah. juices flowing on what you want your movie to be. Right. It's not just like you know I want to see a story of blank. It's always like you know it'd be cool is to see this, but it's like a heist movie or it's like a chase movie or something mm. like that. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Yeah, it's fun. Yes, I have an idea. I have an idea for a future list cast. You want to hear it? Yes. It is blank actor as blank character. That's my idea. Blank actor as blank character. That, was that would be interesting. Yeah, that. <laughs> that'd be great. That was mine. I did that. We, yeah, we'll definitely do that at some point. 
I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think that'll I be a fun too. one because that'll be another one where, like that, like you said, gets creative. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. I That'd agree. be fun. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah, maybe we'll do it next month. We got to do these every week. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. Every single week. Adrian A says, "Good idea, Jeff." Because see, we have this running thing <laughs> where whenever someone makes a joke, we just credit it to Jeff. Mostly <laughs> just when Raquel does it. Uh, whenever Raquel makes a joke. One of my jokes. I always uh, credit Jeff with it. Because they're my jokes. Yeah. Uh, All right. This was a lot of fun. Yes. This was a lot of fun. So much fun. If you're you're listening to this after we're we're, uh, live streaming it, subscribe on Patreon, maybe. You should. $5 a month. You get 10 episodes a week, 12 and a half cents. And you can watch this shit. And you, yeah, you can watch this. You can mm-hmm. watch the whole thing while it's happening. Yeah. 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 Or like what, eight seconds after it's happening. Right. <laughs> Unpops.com or uh, patreon.com slash unpops. Sign up for that. And uh, do we have any plugs? John Fahey, what do you got to plug? Oh, man. I got, uh, I got, I got some shows. <laughs> I'm doing uh, Kim Kroll and uh, Alex Mandelberg's show on the first um i am doing a i'm doing you up uh which is going to be june 8th and before that i'm doing flappers the same day uh seven seven o'clock show seven thirty show uh where leah kajanian is headlining and um that's that's about it for now jeff plugs Mint on Card is the second Friday of every month. Ooh. You should go to that. A blast from the past in Burbank. We've got a lot of really, really great comics lined up. Really excited about that. I will also be doing uh, Whitney Melton's show in Silver Lake on June 4th, uh, which is a Sunday. Uh, I don't know where it is yet. Some yeah. kind of art space. Yeah, I hadn't heard about his new show. Yeah, he's just starting it up. So I'd cool. uh, like to nice. try that. I know Emily Maya Mills is on that. Uh, you can find me on the socials. Uh, I share you know shows I'm doing, so you can find me there. Um, I'm at uh, Quincy Johnson's show June 7th at the Hollywood Hotel. It's called Hilarity. That's at 7 p.m. And That's the Wednesday show. Yeah. Right. Darkest Hour, Friday, June 9th at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica, 11.30 p.m., and uh, me and Jeff have a show this weekend at Strategicon. We do. How exciting yeah. is that? Strategicon. We're, we're doing a, a mint on card at a gaming that's convention. A, that's during the day, though, right? It's a Saturday at the afterno- in the afternoon, yeah. 2 p.m. Yep, 2 p.m. Okay, and then cool. we can go like play games yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. Come to that. That's very cool. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in if you yeah. tuned in and thank you for listening if yes you're thank you for listening, listening and watching yeah but yeah some people said it was their first live stream and they really were happy with it oh nice that's so awesome. good for you very nice uh let's get out of here john say goodbye goodbye everybody thank you jeff say goodbye you get the hans gruber rookie card everybody <laughs> goodbye everybody we love you <laughs> <laughs>